Radio, giving you the tools to guide you on your spiritual or metaphysical journey. I'm your host, Dr. Candace Nadine Green. Welcome to Inspirational Monday on Awakened Path Radio. Today, our guest is Adam Rose. He's a musician and visionary, and he's also creator of Dissolving the Dream. Welcome back to Awakened Path Radio, Adam. It is so great to speak with you again. Thank you so much. Glad to be here. Now, during our, our last interview, we talked a little bit about dissolving the dream. Mm-hmm. Could you tell us a little bit more about it? What is the significance of the title, the name? And let's learn more about dissolving the dream. Well, honestly, at first, it just sounded good. And I, I, <laughs> I, when I think like in terms of lyrics and music, oftentimes that's sort of what you go with. And sometimes you supply some significance later. I do like the fact that it's 18 letters long. It's, I'm into numbers, so it's a little mm. numer- numerology there, and it breaks down into nine. But dissolving the dream, in this case, it would mean the dream of separation, the dream, this sort of hallucination that we're having uh, in which life is the thing which it is now, in which we turn on the news and all these kinds of crazy things are going on in the world. and you look into history and all these crazy things have happened in the past. And this is just sheer madness, what we're experiencing right now. And so it's the dissolving of that dream. And it's about creating a brighter dream. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's so, so important. Has something happened to you the night of November 1st, 2018. Mm-hmm. And um, so tell us what happened that night and how it set your mission in motion. Yeah. Well, I haven't shared this with a whole lot of people. It was a very significant night for me. I, I'll give you just a little bit of background before I let you know mm. what actually happened. But I, I was flying to LA that day to take part in a music conference. Mm. And I was in a hotel where this conference was going on. And I, I had rented a, what do you call it? Airbnb right. several miles away. Mm-hmm. And so I hadn't been in California for a number of years and especially not since weed became legal, you know, seeing like these big billboards. And so I stopped next to this bench in this hotel and these two guys were sitting down playing some music. And so I stopped and they offered me uh, a little toke off of this vape pipe or something. So I was like, okay, sure, whatever. Hmm. So I, so I take a, I, I take a hit off of this thing. I, I'm not, I hope it's okay. We're talking about this, but it's this, fine. The, the, this is what precipitated this. Right. And I didn't think I was getting much. And anyhow, I exhaled a, like a huge cloud of smoke. It was like a cumulonimbus. And mm. anyhow, I started to get really, really panicky when I started to think about my situation. I was mm. in a different city and it, it, this fear just came over me that, which was quite unlike anything I'd ever experienced before. And the, maybe the trip from the hotel back to the Airbnb by the time I got to my room was something like 30 minutes or it could have been less, but it just seemed like the most prolonged experience imaginable. Mm. And it brought back all this fear that was in my being that I didn't even know existed. And I was just absolutely terrified. And I won't go into all the details now, 
about that. But what happened is when I, after I got back to my room, I just started bawling. I just, and I was just so, I remember saying, how do people treat each other this way? You know, this was after a day where my flight got delayed. I was in the airport for maybe seven hours in Denver and just this alienation. And I think that the accumulated effects of being there really had gotten to me. And shortly after I started to purge, like with all these tears, I went into a, a state of very deep revelation in which I was asking all these questions and being given all these answers. And they were, it, it made my mission very, very clear to me what I was here on the planet for. And it didn't, it didn't instantly solve my problems or anything. It didn't make things very easy. In fact, the next several days were very, very difficult because I didn't, I hardly slept at all. But on the beach, uh, several days later, uh, being really communing with nature in the ocean, I was kind of able to let all this accumulated electricity in my body sink into the sand and the water. And I, I felt this really great peace. And it really, it wasn't a, a one and done kind of experience. I mean, I've had to live every day since then, but it really, it really set me up to make the declaration later in December that I was going to go full, forward, full force with this. And so far, that was on December 19th that I made the promise to my son that I would really start the work on his birthday on December 19th. And so it, it really cleared up a lot of doubts for me that night of November 1st about the process that I've been through because I've been getting like this extreme electricity in my body for many years. And I thought I was sick a lot of this time when in fact it was not, but the current that I had to allow for myself to feel my body was so extreme that it was really difficult to manage. Oftentimes I felt like I was going down the wrong path, but that night it, one of the things that actually happened was that my heart stopped beating. It started to vibrate in my chest mm -hmm. like a motor, which I'd never experienced before. So yeah. I'd, I'd been kind of getting prepared for this current to enter my body in such a way that I could, could handle the intensity of that night. But that really, gave me extreme confidence in my purpose and what I've been doing. Mm. And still it, it, it's, it's an ongoing process here because mm. we have to get fed the right kind of relational nourishment with other people and animals, nature, whatever. And so it's a, it's a constant thing, but it has really sealed the sense of purpose for me in a way that just wasn't quite there before where I was assailed by more doubts. Doubts still come, but it mm. really, gave me a, a huge amount of confidence in what my purpose was here. Now, when uh, people go to your website, dissolvingthedream.com, dissolving what can they mm -hmm. expect to mm -hmm. uh, find? What information are you giving or teaching or sending out? Yes. Well, I have, over the last year, I've written quite a few articles on the About tab. And that's a pretty good place to start. There's also uh, under the plan page, there's the why the plan. So there's practical information about why the plan is the best method that we have, the best strategy that we can employ to facilitate the shifting of consciousness, the shifting of the ages. And so there's a lot of background there about that. Really that I would say just gives, could potentially give people more confidence in what these ideas and so really that's, that is my complete purpose. I have no doubts about what my purpose is here on the planet. And so every way I speak, every word I write is to somehow motivate to 
give people greater confidence in these ideas. So that's what everything is there for on the website. That's what I've designed it for. And I also have a, like a visions page where I've put some music on there too. Mm -hmm. So music is obviously a big part of this for me. Right. And I, I'm looking forward to creating another album, hopefully in the month of February here. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's what all the content is there for. It's, it's any, any aspect, any question that I see that might arise, I attempt to answer that. And so I have a blog too, in which I just, I, I don't uh, craft articles in the way that you'd see an ordinary blog. I just mm -hmm. allow my mental contents to spill. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of that is there too. But the things that I find to be the most essential, the most important, that's what makes it onto the website. As, mm -hmm. And because that is really essential information for people to, to acquaint themselves with. Right. Now, in your work, your message, your message addresses our planetary situation. Well, what do you, in, you know, in your opinion, what do you think that we living on this planet can do in order to avoid planetary disaster? What is, what is leading us towards uh, a potential disaster if we don't act? Yes. Well, it's, it's the alienation that we have between each other. Mm. It, mm. That is it. That is the thing. Mm. Once we really address that, once we start to gain confidence in that, and once a, a small enough group of people get enough confidence that this is so, and they start to spread the message, and by example, they show others what's possible, it can take off like wildfire. And that's, that's where it really is. But we have this term spiritual bypassing mm. and we could call it relational bypassing as well since spirituality and relationality to me are basically the same thing when it comes down to it so without addressing the most fundamental piece which is the way we relate to one another we're not going to be able to solve all these problems in the world we have the solutions for everything already so we have to actually address this and we have so many quotes that pay lip service to this idea of self-empowerment mm -hmm. and you being fully you and all this stuff. And I just want to say that that's absolutely true, but the only context in which you can really fully be you is when you're really supported. And we have evidence like with children when they're very young, it mm -hmm. used to be this idea that the more that you neglect them, the tougher they'll be, but that's actually the opposite. It's actually the more support they get when they're very young, the more confidence that they have in life typically obviously every child is different and that's com the complete truth for us. The more support that we get, the better we're going to thrive, but it has to be authentic support. It has to be real. Mm -hmm. It can't be based in artificiality. Mm -hmm. So we have to allow the potential for a conflict to arise in our relationships mm -hmm. and then be able to resolve them and not try too hard to create artificial kindness. We have to allow us because that takes a lot of energy yeah. to wear a false face. Mm -hmm. So I, I make no reservations in, in stating that it really does start with us, but it starts with us recognizing that relationships is the goldmine. And that's where we have to begin this process. You know, when you talk about uh, relationships and the way we interact, I just have these uh, images of in my mind of what's going on in the news and how people, you know, people in power speak to one another. And it's just so awful. It is so awful. Yes. And, um, yes, I mean, it's so, it's so easy to disengage from people, I think. 
um, in, in general, but it is actually harder to have an authentic relationship with someone because then you have to be yourself. I, I, and right. all of the, the, the faces, you can't wear them. You, and, and people mm-hmm. don't like to be, people generally don't like to be vulnerable. They like to build up false, right. false barriers in front of them themselves. So people never get to see who they are, really. We are, it seems that we have become afraid to have relationships with our neighbors, people, everyone. We're, we're, co- we're, we're all existing together separately, if, if that makes sense. Yes. And um, without this, you know, communal uh, uh, relationships, we, we're just drifting apart. We're alienating ourselves. Right. And I mean, we're not solved. And the planet is suffering. We just look around us and we'd see that the planet is suffering because of us. Right. Right. It's so easy to see it, but difficult for people to get on board with it. I mean, right. we, know, we know that certain things we do are wrong or that are hurting the planet, yet we keep doing them anyway. Yes. And that's yes. our downfall. It's very, very sad. Very yes. sad. Now, yeah, I'm, we, mm-hmm, go, ahead. go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, I was, I was just going to say that it takes a great degree of self-knowledge for us to mm-hmm. embrace the idea that we are just as powerful as the president of the United States or any mm-hmm. other people in the world. Mm-hmm. And when we come into that knowledge that we can be extremely powerful, but only in the context of a supportive environment, then we can, it can really change the way we think and, and our vision for how we can affect reality. But as long as we're giving our power away to authority figures, mm-hmm. we're never going to solve this problem. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I don't talk about the president very much because it doesn't interest me. Quite frankly, it just bores me. And that's why I don't <laughs> talk about politics, right. but I'm not, I'm not giving my power away to these people in Washington, mm-hmm. DC. No way. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. the power, the power is right here. The power mm-hmm. is right where you're sitting right now. Right. And we can we can amplify that. We can by our synergy we can come together and we can create a force just as powerful. That's so true. Now I know there's some also who have already received your your messages who have already heard it. Now have you gotten any feedback? I mean, how are how are how are people generally generally reacting to your message? Well, the more that I have an opportunity to relate to someone like I am with you right now, the more we can establish that relational base so we can get into these ideas and the more it can be impactful for people. So it's, it's important to do that because it's very difficult to just say, watch this video, read this article and get it. It's like we actually have to sort of prove it by being in relationship, mm-hmm. you know, the way we are talking right now, that's kind of what makes it stick more by us mm-hmm. being in a relationship. Mm-hmm. So I, I look forward to more conversations with mm-hmm. people in which we can actually have this interaction rather than just producing an article or producing right. something because it doesn't quite have the same impact in that case. So I think I wrote an article called The New Conversation mm-hmm. recently and it is very important for me to be involved in this conversation, to be interacting with people in a, in a way like this where we can actually feel mm-hmm. like we're almost in the same room and having this relationship mm-hmm. because that's where the power really comes through is actually feeling ourselves in mm-hmm. relationship with one another, actually feeling connected. 
because an article might not just be able to do that. So, so far I have not gotten a, a ton of feedback, but it's not stopping me because I know I'm right about these things when it mm -hmm. comes about relationships. And again, it's because we have empirical proof from our own lives. And there's a great study from Harvard that was done over 80 years, which the bottom line of this study was basically studying what was affecting people throughout their lives. And they made no hesitation to say it was relationships. One of the greatest studies, one of the greatest pieces of proof that we have about this, about how important relationships are and how they cannot be denied if we, if we are truly to move forward. And, you know, it's, um, it's interesting that you say, um, you know, an article or a movie or whatever is not going to quite cut it because also there's, there's no emotion. It, it, it's, a, it's an object and there's no emotion mm -hmm. that you don't get when you actually interact with another spirit per person right you get their feeling you get their emotions you you, you pick up on their vibrations um we forget about yes. that we've become uh sort of the like you, you know people where we're, we're, we're on the computers we're on the whatever everything is digital digital and we don't we forget to have conversations with people even if you're going to get a, yeah. a cup of coffee instead of, you know, people go through the drive-thru where you don't have to talk any, to anyone instead of going inside and right. standing in line and talking right. to someone about something. And we're getting away from that. And that's what keeps continuing to separate us further and further apart until we're just like right. living in complete isolation. Yeah. And it's so dangerous. Well, look at, well, yeah, well, look at the, the dream of, a lot of people is to move out to a, a big house where you have a fence around it, right? It's, it's almost like symbolic of yes. you creating a, a wall of separation mm -hmm. around yourself and your neighbors. Mm -hmm. And instead of, instead of desiring to move into a, a more tight knit community where you have a smaller place where you mm -hmm. have to rely on one another, where you right. actually have to rely on other people, where you share things like lawnmowers because you know that er not everybody needs their own lawnmower. So you, right. you develop this dependence on one another. And a lot of people want this independence, mm -hmm. but, but oftentimes independence is at an extreme cost. We don't recognize what those costs are, but obviously building a mansion requires a lot of labor. It requires a lot of upkeep and it requires an mm -hmm. enormous amount of resources to lead such an ostentatious lifestyle. So if anything, we should want to simplify. We should want to be, if we do make a lot of money, we should be investing in community. We shouldn't be spending it on lavish gifts for ourselves and simply our families alone, but we should be investing that in building community. Right. Very good. Mm -hmm. yeah. Now, <clears throat> how are you continuing? I know we talked about this a little bit in our last interview, but how are you, how are you continuing to uh, spread your message to I mean, have that contact? We talked about relationships. So how are you, what are you doing in order to get that, that contact, that personal contact relationship with other people? Well, I'm learning social media for the first time in, in January, mm -hmm. I really started to uh, get on Facebook and learn some of these platforms. So I made a commitment to do that. And I'm starting a, a group next month to actually get these messages out amongst people here. But I'm going to, every, every day, my, I'm so focused on this goal that I'm just thinking of what actions to take on any given day that will lead me forward here. So whatever that is, I hope to just be divinely lettered or led and to be guided to make the connections in which we can we can grow this because i know absolutely that we can do this but right now it's it's a it's a little upsetting in that the spiritual community in general mm 
is so metaphysical, is, mm. is so impractical. Mm. We're so focused on things that are so out there, so distant from ourselves. And we really got to rein it home back to our experience, what it's right. like to be in relationship, close relationship with other people. Mm. And this, I'm sure we could go down some psychological rabbit hole as to why this is, like why we have all these defenses, why we're afraid to be vulnerable. But the message I want to make very clear is that no matter how screwed up you think you are in this moment, mm -hmm. you can experience a very profound healing in a very short period of time, mm -hmm. given the commitment to be in a group with about 10 other people in which you're fully supporting one another when you're allowing yourself to be who you truly are, when you're expressing yourself honestly, when you're talking about things that you might perceive as shameful. Mm -hmm. When you actually do that, you, you, you can watch all this weight come off and you realize, oh, wow, I can be accepted as I am. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then you can actually work together to support one another, to set your goals and get more comfortable with physical contact too. That's another huge aspect of society that we're in is people, generally speaking, being touch starved. And there's right. certain cultures right. in the world which, which touch is a lot more mm -hmm. acceptable. Right. And hugs, kisses, right. what, whatever. And mm -hmm. it's very poisonous to be in a society in which we're which were so touch starved. And I'll, I'll admit right now, the best thing is not to go out and start being touchy with people. It's gotta become more normal for you to do that. And so the, the whole thing is like anything that you wanna improve upon, you have to practice. Right. And so we, it's like we need to practice relating in a more natural manner with people. And so I've created a module which is four weeks long and there's an, a number of reasons, I won't get into them all, why the plan was created as it was but it allows people to get a good experience of this growth that you can have when you commit to other people for a few weeks that will really give you confidence that this is the way out of this planetary mess that we're in and, and recognize that this is a planetary mess. We have a responsibility to one another. You know, I have, if, if I believe I can help everybody on the planet and I don't do what I believe I should be doing, then I'm going to have a huge weight on my shoulders. I'm going to feel extremely guilty about it mm. because I do know that I'm powerful and I do know that this message is powerful and that I do have a strong conviction that we can heal the world very quickly if we start to rid ourselves of wrong ideas and embrace a simple solution. It's interesting. Um, I like the phrase you use, touch starved. Um, I'm a big hugger. I love to hug mm. people and I just hug and I remember I met, um, I remember that there have been many occasions where some people sort of uh, withdrew. They were shocked. They were, they were repelled mm -hmm. by being hugged. But it's such a part of my nature that I can't help it. So I just see people that I know, I, oh, I hug them in, in grocery stores, wherever I see them. And mm -hmm. to me, to me that's, that's just natural. But I, I have to remind myself that not everyone shares that view. And which also right. brings me to the point where we need to sur we surround ourselves with, like I keep telling people, um, like-minded individuals who will support us when we're down, who will encourage us, and who will help us feel that we're not that unusual. And there's other people like us out right. there too. And the more right. we unite together and the more we can continue to spread this love and unity, throughout the planet and beyond right yeah. now 
Now we come to the end of our show, but if there's anything, is there anything else you would like to, excuse me, is there anything else you would like to share in regards to anything you have upcoming, et cetera, with our listeners? Well, if you go to my music website, I, if I could do a quick plug for that, it's sure. Adam, adamroseproductions.com. I've mm-hmm. created a couple albums in 2018, which I'm really, really proud of. Levitate awesome. the Bass and mm-hmm. Gates Wide Open. Mm-hmm. And Levitate the Bass is completely instrumental. Mm-hmm. And Gates Wide Open is a combination of instrumental music and songs. And so if you want to support my music, I'd really appreciate it. That's how I'm attempting to support myself right now. Mm-hmm. This is my work. This is my mission to mm-hmm. do this job. and. You know, I've, I've suffered a great deal to be where I am right now to have learned this and have this great conviction. So any way you can support me at all would be really appreciated. A kind email or anything can serve as motivation for me to keep doing my work. So I want to stress to people that immediate action is, is really important here and delaying getting the most important things done is can be really detrimental to our success here. So we have to Every day we have to think of what we can do to move forward and we have to really take action to support people who we really believe in their mission. So if you do believe in what I'm saying, just find a little way to support me. It doesn't have to be money. We can support one another in a lot of different ways. That is so true. Mm-hmm. Well, it's been a pleasure having you on the show again, Adam. And we really enjoyed your messages and everything you had to say. And just thank you and keep doing the work that you're doing. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on Awakened Path Radio. Please check us out at www.awakenedpathonline.com. I'm your host, Dr. Candice Nadine Green, and you are listening to Awakened Path Radio, giving you tools to guide you on your spiritual or metaphysical journey. Namaste and let's be.